Hey, Enneagram friend, this is Abby Rodriguez, your certified and IEA accredited Enneagram teacher and coach. And today we are talking all about stress. So in this next series, we're going to look at the stress response for each of the nine types. And there was an initial introduction episode to this series. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to that first and then come back to this number. The audio for these episodes is taken from the Growth and Self-Care Workshop audio that's available for purchase for only $20 on my website if you wanna learn more. This episode is all about the stress response for type seven. For type sevens, when they experience stress, first they exhibit some of the unhelpful tendencies in their own type structure. And so the gifts of the type become excessive and imbalanced and it takes on some unhelpful characteristics. When sevens experience stress, just like the rest of us, they first dip down into the lower levels of health in their own number. And so what that looks like for the seven is that they become scattered, giving a little bit of their attention everywhere, but not really focusing on anything. It's, you know, kind of moving quickly from thing to thing to thing, idea to idea, person to person, um, and not giving all the attention that's needed, which results in them lacking follow through and actually completing all the things that they've started. In this space, the type seven is easily distracted, uh, distracted by interesting ideas, by new uh, hobbies, new adventures, new positive things. Um, It can be a whole range of things from relationships to work projects to um, things that are totally personal. And so In this, they're distracted by things that are stimulating to them, things that are interesting because it allows them to escape into the more imaginative, anticipatory space being in the head triad. And in this uh, stress space for the type seven, they also become really determined to keep things positive or to keep things um, upbeat, which is really just this coping strategy of not having to realize how much is going on or how bad things are or the feelings they might be having around all the things that are going on. But the problem is it can show up as really a lack of empathy for others that are experiencing concern or worries or feeling anxious or feeling hopeless or disappointed about what's going on. So if the type seven experiences so much stress or even just a certain type of stress, they get pushed over into type one as their stress number. So if they're not aware of that, that move, they will naturally take on the lower side of their stress number as type one, that stress point. In that space, on the lower side of type one, the seven becomes more structured, trying to accomplish everything quickly and independently, or sometimes giving marching orders to whoever happens to be around in order to get everything done. A lot of times stress comes because things need to get done. There's a deadline that needs to be met or there's too many things that are are have been said yes to and now we have to get all those things done. And so that type one energy comes online to make sure that we get all this stuff done or that everyone around us gets all the things done too with us. In this space, the seven becomes more rigid, um, more convinced of their opinions and thought process, more convinced of their perspective being the right way rather than just one of many views in the situation. In this space, um, sevens become more critical, the critical of themselves and their abilities to do things, critical 
of others, noticing um, errors and imperfections around them, what needs to be fixed. Sometimes that is things, ideas, projects, but sometimes that's people, which can cause a lot of strife in this stress space for the seven because people don't like to be fixed, especially if you're coming at it from a critical lens. Um, And in this space, the type seven, you know, they're quicker to be angry. You know, they're quicker to vent that frustration, that irritation, and it can show up as venting. It can show up as scolding others. It can show up as um, commanding marching orders, but it's this easier access to eight in this, or sorry, this easier access to anger in this stress space for the seven. If the seven knows that they're stressed, they realize this is happening and they're kind of cognizant of this move to type one, they can instead choose to take on the gifts of type one as a resource for them because it's really helpful when they're stressed. So on the high side of type one, the seven can use some of that doing momentum to take on the responsibility to finish what needs to get done, to lay out all of the things, to make a list of what needs to be prioritized, to delegate those things, to structure it, to order it, to cross things off the list, and to remove whatever the stressor is, if it's the project or the looming deadline or whatever it might be. In this space, sevens can also use that energy to prioritize and to organize and to make a plan of of how they will actually move forward so that it is meaningful and thoughtful and um and detailed, right? There's this the sense of integrity with what they're completing, not just getting it done, um, but doing it in a more methodical way because they've laid it out and they've structured it and they've organized it and made sure there was time for everything on the calendar um, in order to, to do this well. So again, just a reminder to be kind to yourself, to be compassionate about your experience. You know, it's not about beating yourself up for some of the unhelpful behaviors that you notice, but rather the intention of bringing some awareness around this pattern um, and also so that you can give yourself some support. You know, some of these unhelpful behaviors that we're talking about, uh, they're related to stress. And so rather than beating ourselves up that we're stressed, The invitation is, could we be instead kind to ourselves and noticing, yeah, this isn't a great behavior. I'm just stressed though. And so can we instead provide some support and care for ourselves rather than beating ourselves up about whatever reaction we had? And so taking a moment to pause, to breathe, to check in with your felt sense in that moment. Um, Can you feel your nervous system dysregulated? Can you um, feel knots in your stomach or maybe there's a heat in your felt sense or a tightness in your chest? You know, what's happening in your felt sense? And pausing and noticing what's happening so that you can choose how you want to move forward rather than getting caught up in the reactivity of it. And, And really an invitation to name what you need. As you observe some of these pieces that are happening for you, what is it that you need if you're stressed? Is there a stressor that you can um, mitigate or remove? Is there some type of support you can add in to balance uh, the triggering aspect of that stressor? Um, or maybe is there you know, a need that's not being met, a boundary that you need to put in place, or, or maybe just an area that you need support? So giving yourself some compassion because the reality is you're just stressed. That's why these things are happening. Hey friends. The audio for these episodes is taken from the Growth and Self-Care Workshop audio that's available for purchase for only $20 on my website if you want to learn more. 
The teaching audio is over four hours of Enneagram content where I walk you through type-specific stressors and the natural stress response for each type and how we can better manage stress and how we can incorporate practices for self-care based on our type into our everyday life. The teaching audio is a digital download, so you can listen to it on your phone or your computer, and it also comes with a digital workbook. So I really want to encourage you to take advantage of that opportunity or to give it to a friend in this season if you have someone that's coming to mind that has a lot of stress and, and needs some support to navigate that.